always remember that if you can believe it, you can achieve it. And if you can't believe it or achieve it, just smoke some, whatever. You'll think of something. It's fine. And welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. I'm Joanne, a.k.a. Harriet Winslow. Okay, Harriet. Wait, which Harriet? Dark skin Harriet, light skin Harriet. There was a light skin Harriet? Yes, the final. I it was I the final. I out of my mind. I, listen, I did too. It was the final <laughs> season and I blocked it out of my mind, forgot completely about it until recently, you know, when they were talking about the Fresh Prince reunion how they were gonna have dark skin Aunt Viv on there too and then that conversation boiled over into other shows that had done the same thing and they brought up family matters and I was like show did but I blocked it out my mind it was the very last season so wasn't nobody really <laughs> watching me in no way I I got my life the last season because that's when Laura finally got her head out of her ass <laughs> started loving her <laughs> Steve, oh, Steve. <laughs> yeah. See, Anyways, I'm um, I'm a few years older than you though, so by that final season, that's when I was in the streets. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I wasn't home for uh, TGIF anymore. So I was in the streets, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> child, with my parents, we were always at home for TGIF. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't matter. Didn't matter what age we we're gonna be at home. It's like two different, like it's like. And then, and crazy then I hit my, and then, and then I hit my um my Chrome browser. Like everything was just <laughs> popping up at one time. Oh Lord, y'all! I promise, I only had a little whiskey with some hot chocolate. That's it. That's that's the only mm-hmm. pre-gaming I did. <laughs> Tell me anything. Um, <gasps> but I'm watching Girlfriends, and you know Harriet was. Lynn's dad's wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I don't love you as much here, but you know, you're fine. Do you know my favorite Harriet is when she was listen to us calling this woman Harriet. I don't even know her real name. My favorite right. Harriet is when she was on Will and Grace. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> she was um shit. Oh, I feel so bad. Shit, shit, shit. Oh man. Oh shit! When Grace was dating Will's boss, how could I forget mm-hmm. his name? The oh, she was dancer. his like assistant. Yeah, yeah, she was the secretary, and she was just like she don't. I don't even know if she said anything, but she was always like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> "Oh, Harriet Winslow, blast from the past." I told you so. What are you drinking, and what have you been up to? What's going on with you? So as soon as I found out this is available at my total wine, um, I went and got my son goddess. Yes. Pina Grigia Romanta. Yes, come on. Come on. I am so jealous. It it's okay. But <laughs> well, I just wanna be I just want the option. Yeah, to have it. Yeah. But I was really excited. And then um one of our when college did they, friends. When did they get it? 
so I know last week they were talking about we're having a virtual wine tasting, uh-huh. and that's when they said that it was happening. So probably last week, maybe a little bit. Okay, because it's been like week. maybe a few weeks, so maybe a month since I asked about it, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the yeah, better, it's more recent, yeah, one of the better liquor stores didn't have it, but they had heard of it, mm-hmm. and so maybe I'll check back again because I want to try it. All right. Um, when my Instagram acts right, I've been chatting it up with um, <laughs> people on Instagram. <laughs> and um, this chick, her Instagram account is Lifestyle by Shannon Renee, R E N E. And she has a great recipe for a sangria for this, for this Pinot Grigio. So mm. if you want to check it out, it's really great. Um, okay. Yeah. So shout out to her for entertaining me about this wine um but yeah um what i've been up to this past week mostly been watching girlfriends uh-huh. that's pretty much it uh-huh. <laughs> have you watched uh this this latest episode of lovecraft yet no i'm now two episodes behind so okay i gotta okay. wait for like the stars to align and for me to drink enough water and my apple juice you really and, do and i i recommend um, not watching them back to back three cocktails yeah and maybe have some fruit snacks and then i should be ready to yeah watch. <laughs> yeah because last week's was honestly the scariest don't watch mm-hmm. it at night it was the scariest for me and then this week's was super heavy it wasn't scary but it was very heavy so it was like yeah i wouldn't watch them back to back yeah I love Lovecraft Country. The Lord? Oh, oh, yeah, the Lord too. He heard my cry. I, I love him cry. too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what else is going on? What's bringing you joy? That's bringing me joy. Um, it was an Instagram account, and now I don't remember which one, which is super helpful. Um, other things that brought me joy. Um, fries. I always love fries. Today I um, <laughs> today I ordered like a whole platter of fried seafood. So I had, even though they only gave me one piece of fried oyster, and I was like, y'all need to one little piece of oyster, one little piece, and it had fried shrimp and fried catfish and fried crab, and then I had it. And then I got the itis, and then I took a nap. <laughs> this wouldn't be during your work hours, would it? <laughs> it could possibly be during my work possibly. hours. Possibly. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. um, yeah, that was it. Uh, I ate a lot of fried foods. So Listen, that was a good platter is top-notch, uh, let me tell you. I, I'm already talking about... Um, my pan trout I'm about to go get from Petty's when I get home because <laughs> I'm coming over Thanksgiving and I'm like yes you know I don't know if I've ever had fish from Petty's I've gotten the barbecue of course but I don't know if I've ever had fish from Petty's do I they have did. catfish or just pan trout they probably do but I have tunnel vision when it comes to food so. a lot of those places though they'll have just pan trout so I'm stuck but that's that's actually probably 
I mean, I don't know if any of our local people who know what we're talking about, if y'all know, hit us in our DMs and let us know. <laughs> um, but that's probably why I've never had the fish because I don't eat pan trout. So that's probably why I've never had it and I've only had the barbecue. I still understand what you have against pan trout. <laughs> it just tastes super fishy to me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And I've tried. Um, I've tried. There's uh That's fair. There's this place I tell people there's this place in West Point. Um it's not open anymore, but used to be called Mags. And Mags was on the block, okay? <laughs> and Mags only sold pan trout. Now I would eat pan trout from Mags when the grease was fresh. You had to ask what's the grease fresh. <laughs> but I believe Mag used to put a little crack on that fish because it was good. <laughs> but if you go to Mag's and like that grease is fresh and she pulled that pan trout straight off the grease and she going to put it straight on a piece of light bread and hand it right to you, that was some good eating. <laughs> <laughs> and all then all right, the dope boys would be sitting around outside. So, you know, good times for all. <laughs> I saw my sister because she had said something from Sonic. I was like, Sonic outside of Mississippi is gross. But honestly, I hadn't had Sonic in Mississippi in a while because it's like when I come home, I gotta go to mugshots, yeah. I gotta go to Petties. Yeah. <laughs> well, now I have to go to Petties because it, my pan trout needs. I gotta go to, um, I usually go to Brewski's if it's in like the spring mm-hmm. for crawfish. And so like, I'm like, of all the places to go to, Sonic is not on that list. <laughs> but I think I think partially it's just here. They just fry everything in the same oil. Um, and I'm like, I don't want everything tasting like onion rings. And sometimes <laughs> you get like a hankering for Sonic. Like, you just want some Sonic. <laughs> right. When I go home, I'm going to try something from Sonic just to see if my theory stands. Because I think it is. I think it's Sonic in Mississippi is better than anywhere else on the earth. You're not the first person I've heard say that. I've heard people, because first of all, I didn't know Sonic existed outside of the deep south, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't even remember who I was talking to or where they were, but they were in a northern state and they had a Sonic and I was like, who was I talking to? I don't even remember, but I was like, I didn't even know y'all had Sonic and she was like, might as well not because it's gross. Also, I seen it gives me joy. I finally bought some glasses with the transition lens because I had bought sunglasses, spent good money on it, prescription, lost it the day that I got, or wore, first day I wore them out. So I'm like, I just need glasses to transition lens. And so I finally bought some. Like, the little Vogue people were like, hey, we're having a Prime Day sale. I'm like, you're not even on Amazon Prime. You can't even <laughs> call it a Prime Day sale. But I still went and bought some. <laughs> I hate transition lenses. <laughs> My mom has them, and I hate them. I bought I her like a pair we're... of Dolce Gabbana shades uh-huh. to take them and get prescri- get get medicine put in them, so that she could have a pair of shades. And she still wears those transition lenses. I feel like it's better than when I was a kid and we'd come in for recess and like the first 15 minutes I'm still looking. They are shade. better. They're much better, and they get darker now because at first yeah. they used to get just kind of <laughs> they get kind of gray like you know 
I, I, I'm not going to say, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think they've gotten a lot better at least. And especially because my problem with um, prescription sunglasses is like, I forget. I'll walk into the store and now I look silly because I have sunglasses on, but I can't take them off because I can't see. But that... <laughs> so, Girl. I don't even know. really wear sunglasses. I'm not a sunglasses person. Um, I have one pair of sunglasses. They're super cute. Um, they're cheap. Uh, they are in the little sunglass visor part of a car because that's literally the only time I wear sunglasses is when I have to, like when the sun is in my face and I'm driving. Other than that, I'm really not a sunglasses girl. So, Lastly, but it would I benefit me what... to get some prescription <laughs> ones because when I'm driving, I mean, I need my glasses. So, um, last thing. I finally remember what was making me happy. Um, it's kind of like, it's not pure joy, but it just makes me happy having the knowledge. So there is um, a documentary on Netflix, and it is called Journey of an African Colony. Mm-hmm. It is mostly about Nigeria. And the thing about it is, like, as Nigerians, we weren't taught Nigerian history. We were taught British history. When we're taught Nigeria, and so of course, you know, it's it's not the greatest history story. You know, there's a lot of bloody shit and some shady shit that happened. But just being able to know my history as a country is like so amazing. Yeah. Um, it's funny because today I learned about this guy who basically signed an agreement with England to make it a colony. And his name is King Dosumu. Keep in mind, in my language, Dosumu is an insult. <laughs> mm. And so he was so dumb that, like, we have made his whole name an insult, which is the kind of shade I enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's great. Like, I, I knew, like, it was somebody, but I didn't know what they did. So when they mentioned him, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> we really turned this whole man's whole name into insult. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, um, so this week I am drinking just a basic ass gin, Ricky. Um, yeah, I just had to go with what I had. So it's a very basic gin, Ricky, just a gin, low lime juice, top it off with club soda. That's it. Um, I didn't even put, sometimes I put like a little, little bit of simple syrup in there i didn't even do that this time so <laughs> just just keeping it basic um yeah it was between that and uh doyen's margaritas <laughs> and i had some i made um artichoke spinach dip for <laughs> for dinner last night <laughs> I had some pita bread. I baked them and made pita chips. So that was my dinner last night. So I had Doya's margaritas with that. It was so good. I had leftovers for lunch. It was a joy being like single and being able to eat bullshit for no reason. (laughs) Sometimes I eat like uh, pimento cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Just because I can't. (laughs) I know that's real. So this week, let me tell y'all what's bringing me joy and has made me have a full-on belly laugh. So this girl got on Twitter and was like, um, yeah, black people can have naturally blonde hair, blah, blah, blah. And she posts this collage, and we've all seen this collage 
of these little black children with blonde hair. I mean, it's old as all get out. And they're like, they, well, I don't know, but they look like little Aboriginal children and they do indeed have blonde, darker skin, blonde hair, cute kids, but the picture's really old. So then this other girl replies, <laughs> show us some up-to-date pictures of people. You know, she was being real snarky of black mm-hmm. people with naturally blonde hair and just being real mm-hmm. snarky. Baby, when I tell you, they done lit her ass up in the comments. They keep, I mean, they keep adding pictures to the thread of people who are clearly wearing wigs. <laughs> they got, they got, it's like five or six different pictures of, you remember Hottie from Flavor of Love? The one who said she was Beyonce? <laughs> Mary J. Blige, and let me tell you something. Nobody rocks honey blonde like Mary J. Blige. They've got some Beyonce pi- I mean, it's so many pictures of people who are clearly wearing wigs, and I <laughs> love it. And, and they are like, and, and they're like posting these pictures and being like, and what now? What you got to say now? <laughs> and I'm loving it, because bitch, shut up. <laughs> like, shut up. <laughs> And it just made me laugh so hard. And then I think what made me laugh even harder is, of course, there's going to be that one person to be like, um, that's a wig. No shit, bitch. <laughs> no shit. Well, actually, Twitter. Right. Well, quits. actually. <laughs> They'll take no days off. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> girl. Okay. We see. Uh, anyway, that is. And this started like maybe Saturday. I saw it. And it is still on my timeline now because they just keep <laughs> adding the best pictures. And it is amazing. The ones of Hottie took me out, though, because I don't think I realized this at the time. But I think over the years, she's had that same Barbie doll hair looking wig. I think it's the same wig. It looks like Barbie doll hair. That's how bad that wig is. Like I am... <laughs> I hated Tony's like short wig phase. I was like, I don't know what's happening here in girlfriends. Oh, 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 yeah. I was like, I don't know why you decided to do a spiky. Well, you know, that I have was her... a adult female roommate wig. <laughs> no, that hairstyle was very much what people were wearing at that time. But that was her. This is my real hair wig. Because remember, that was the whole thing was like, this is my real hair. <laughs> and it's no. like, girl, it's still a wig. <laughs> right. I hated it. Anyway. Oh, I have really been so, loving girlfriends. Like, I've, I've really been watching it. A lot of joy. Just sending me through. I'm really like so sexually frustrated by like Joan and William. They finally kissed and decided they want to be together, but they're kind of working through the bucks on it right now. But I was I like, hated I like that face. I love Joan and William together. I wanted them to stay together forever. Oh my God, no, what are you thinking? No. No. Well, that was when I was younger, so rewatching it, I might not like it this time. But so far, I'm really vested in it. I never understood why anybody was attracted to William. And I know William that had so... a big dick. He I, had was, I, was, I was about to say, <laughs> and we all know he beat D. Willie. <laughs> all right. Big Willie. Willie had a Willie. <laughs> he 
couldn't even call Willie Jr. It was just a whole other <laughs> Willie. Anyways. Oh. <laughs> so we're going to move along to our current events. So first of all, when I heard about Cardi B's birthday, they were like, I was sent by her a Rolls Royce. And people were like, but she can't even drive. And I'm like, nobody should drive their own Rolls Royce. Nobody. Like <laughs> You buy a driver for that. Like, why would you drive your own Rolls Royce? Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> that was someone, <laughs> someone in the comments of um, one of the posts I saw was saying that it really brings them joy that he keeps buying her cars and she cannot drive. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. All right. Yeah. Um, anyways, so it was a party and she was all up in his lap and they're kissing. And I'm like, we got it again. BDE. We understand that <laughs> there's a reason why she's been fucking with Offset for so long. <laughs> I have never, ever once in my life doubted that Offset Ain't lays it down. <laughs> Because right. having a big dick is not enough. But I've never in my life doubted that he can lay it down. It. All right. And I... Now from the top. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to put that big Mac truck right in this little garage. <laughs> I, I've never doubted it. But it's like, I don't know. Of course, I'm, I mean, listen, I'm not judging Cardi if she gets yeah. back with him. Um... That's her business, and I understand, like, uh, that's her business. But what I didn't like was all the people around her when he bought her this car. Uh, Well, yes, yes. Germs. (laughs) And not not nary a mask in sight. (laughs) But all the people saying, take him back. That's love. That's love. No, that's manipulation. That's money. (laughs) That is manipulation. And so it was like, I, I didn't care for that part. But yeah. I mean, if she take him back, she do, and if she don't, she don't. Either way, right. she gonna be fine. Pretty much, yeah. I I support Cardi in most of her decisions. <laughs> I like because it. I guess to me, they just seem so young minded. So I'm like, yeah, they gonna go through what they go through. We yeah. don't need to be involved in it, but somehow we're <laughs> kept abreast of the situation. I I feel very much the same. They are young. And we don't need to know, but somehow we know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so everybody looked like they had a great time at that party. I'm kind of jealous we didn't get an invite. I thought our mm-hmm. pod was popping. I, I, I didn't want an invite. I was like, uh, I got to my um, carpet in the car. <laughs> oh, I would give my standard reply. In the middle of a pandemic? Mm. <laughs> that's Next my standard up, reply Mindy, now Mindy Kaling I love her so much um, they say she secretly gave birth but I think Access Hollywood had caught like a pregnant picture but she quietly gave birth that's what I'm going to say but then her picture that she like revealed the baby was in matching pajamas with her baby and I'm like this is the head assery that I aspire to <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait. And of course, we don't know the name. Well, we finally know the name. The baby's name's Spencer. Um, and just super adorable. I love Mindy. I, I, I identify with her because I feel like she's like an older woman that like got married older and is having babies older. I think she's 40, 41 or 42 now. And I just 
I love her. I'm always rooting for her. <laughs> you are not an older woman. <laughs> I'm gonna be by the time I have this damn baby. <laughs> um, I had no idea she had been pregnant, and it was so funny because she said that, like, it kind of hurt her feelings that this one picture where she was clearly pregnant and like nobody thought she was pregnant. So it was like, <laughs> damn, y'all just think I'm fat all the time. <laughs> But yeah, I had no idea that she was even pregnant. Yeah. But happy cheers for her. I'm super happy for her and her babies. Her super cute babies. So next up, um, this one, I was just like, it took me a long time to understand what these young folks are doing. So people are talking about like on Twitter, they'd be like, how it started, how it's going. Mm-hmm. And so Quavo was like, how I pulled up, how he coming. I didn't know he was dating Saweetie, mm-hmm. but glad. Happy Girl, where you been? Don't pay attention. You know this. Your t- no, I, I, I just assumed that our timelines were very similar. But no, every not. day you point out that they are not. They're not. <laughs> it's not at all. They've been I don't get any like pop culture time. news. It's very rare that I got get pop culture news off of my Twitter. Oh, girl. They've been together for a long time. Like, anyways. Yeah, a very long time. Yeah, so he sent her a snowflake, and that took me a long time to figure out what that meant. And then, like, she sent soup, and he was like, you so icy, I'm a glacier boy. And she's like, what's happening then? Now they're together. Um, Somebody, I read somewhere what the soup meant, and I've literally forgotten it. I I have no idea what it means, because I saw that, and I was like, is that her saying, take me out to dinner? Like, what? What? No, <laughs> it'll sound like her being hot or whatever. Oh, okay, so anyways, okay. I tried to send an ice glacier to somebody and they just laughed at me. <laughs> Listen, somebody sent one to uh Viola Davis. <laughs> like, what did she, she say? She told him that, um, oh shit, I forgot what she said. Like, if uh, something to the effect of like if Biden and Harris win then he can take her and her husband out to dinner. And he was like, for real? And she's like, yeah, for real. And so the dude is like, y'all, vote for Biden Harris because I get to take her and her husband out to dinner. She's like, yeah, you can have the whole night out with us. Oh, this one. I guess he thought he knew his his words. He's like, you try to buy me some fancy boxers and a PS5? I was like, you just come out needy straight out the gate. Lower your expectations, sir. unfollow i am sorry it is too early for, <laughs> for you to be asking for shit what you no, buy he's, he's one of my friends this is why i actually said it to him but i was just like he's just gonna come out asking for shit but you know what that story actually did make me think of you because i know that you have gone in dms before and been successful mm-hmm. and one day mm-hmm. i'm gonna be like doing it when i grow up i am just too oh, i just can't do check it. out Amber Riley, she posted hers too, and she was she, like, "Yeah, while y'all scared of being in somebody's DMs, look at my man." I, <laughs> I, I like, saw her, yeah, I saw yeah. her, and um, uh, Nisi Nash. Her, do you know her old? No, I mean, we don't know them, but her oldest daughter Danielle, not the one that looks mm-hmm. exactly like her, but the lighter skin know. one. I didn't even know she had kids. I don't pay attention. <laughs> Again. 
another reminder, our timelines look <laughs> nothing alike. She has three children. The youngest one mm-hmm. is probably like 19, and she looks exactly, I'm talking carbon copy of Nisi, except she's like super skinny, but she's young. She looks exactly like Nisi. And then she has another daughter, and then she has a son. So the other mm-hmm. daughter, she uh, showed the same thing with her boyfriend, where she slid in his DMs. And I'm like, I, one day I'm going to be like, y'all. I said, I replied to this guy's post, and I know him in real life. Um, and all he did is like my message. And at first... That's the rudest shit. <laughs> at, first, at first, I thought, nigga, so dumb. They don't even know when you flirting. And then I thought, oh, wait, maybe he's just rejecting me. I don't know. <laughs> it was a random <laughs> ass post. And I was like, oh, I remember, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Just One day, like, I'm going to have far more alcohol in my system. I'll tell you about how I got curved by my photographer. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. That gives me He's an alpha, so I'm extra, extra salty. Cause oh, like, he was being sad. Your founders would not <laughs> <laughs> condone your curvature, sir. <laughs> Anyways, next up. So, Chris Brown made a late night visit to Dale's London home. And of course, you know, you know how British tabloids do it. Yes. And so, yeah, they're like, he arrived in the middle of the night and didn't leave until 2 (laughs) a.m. And they're like, it's not romantic, but we're like, why? Ain't nothing up open after midnight but legs and that's what granny used to tell me <laughs> i remember like she wanted my curfew to be 10 o'clock and i was like that's lame <laughs> i should at least Girl. be able to stay out till midnight and she was like and she was really trying i'm gonna give my granny credit for this she was really trying to meet me halfway because i was probably like a sophomore in high school at the time and my parents were the ones who were saying, well, my mom and my dad, because I call all three of them my parents. My mom and my dad were like, yeah, you know, you can stay out, whatever. Just ask granny what time you need to be home or whatever. She didn't want me to go anywhere. <laughs> she was like, uh, you're going to be here at the house with me. <laughs> and I was like, no, I think I should be able to go out with my friends when I get ready. <laughs> I don't so- even understand this <laughs> life. <laughs> And so she was trying to find, because she really did, she really tried to let my mom and dad make the rules, but at the end of the day, I was at her house. So, you know, so -hmm. she was like 10 o'clock, and I was like, that's lame. I don't want to come home at 10 o'clock. And she's like, well, you could just not go anywhere. And I was like, still lame. I should be able to stay out till midnight. All my other friends are staying out till midnight. And then that's when she was like, ain't nothing open at midnight, but legs in jail. No, she said legs, jail, and hospital. That's what she said. She said, you don't need to be at either three. <laughs> right. Real. That, apparently, they're friends and they're friends with their people, their yeah. bows or whatever. But I was just like, mm. yeah, I didn't suspect anything <laughs> because Chris Brown has a very specific aesthetic. Type. Yeah. He does. Yeah. So, up next. Um, Lift every voice and sing because Nene Leaks is <laughs> opening a lounge called the Lanethia Lounge in Atlanta. So, you know, Nene is going to get her coin no matter what. 
Somebody <laughs> said that the Lanethia sounds like an apartment floor plan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> I love us so hard. I'm like, I try to finish this little piece of wine in my mouth, but I'm like cracking up. <laughs> but it I really love us so hard because it does. <laughs> I, I'm excited. I hate the font <laughs> per usual. <laughs> I didn't even pay it any attention. It's fuck. But um, yeah, probably in 2023 if it's still open, and um, you know the world is a safe place again. I would like to go to Lanethia and pay way too much money for like some salty ass. Right, right. <laughs> um, and they better not put too much damn sprite in it either. <laughs> Did you see uh, the pictures from Cynthia's wedding? I saw that Portia didn't deserve, like, Portia didn't need to show up snatched like that for Cynthia's Baby, wedding. Baby, Portia like, said, you go out Portia so said, damn I bad. came to slay. I would see Portia at the door and be like, sorry, you're not invited to my wedding anymore. Portia <laughs> did not play. Now, as I saw more photos, I realized that it was formal attire. So, um, and I didn't get that at first because I saw Portia versus Giselle. I don't know if you know anything about Housewives of Potomac, but Giselle no. is on there and she cannot dress to save her soul. And so I was like, oh, God, okay, Portia really did too much. But then when I saw the other photos, it was a formal wedding. However, she Portia still looking like she looked. <laughs> I mean, she slayed. Also, she reminded me that I love an after five wedding where I can wear black and look felt. Like I haven't, I've only been to two after five weddings in my life. Both of them were white, mm-hmm. were white people, and being able to wear, I mean, I just felt so sexy. Like I wasn't even yeah. in a hurry to leave the reception because I was getting my life. <laughs> so my friend had, my friend Crystal had a um, formal, the invite said formal. So knowing me, shut up formal. My dress actually matched. I had the same dress as one of the bridesmaids <laughs> dress, but then like other people took formal to be like, they just wore whatever they wore. <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> I'm not out, you know, I did right. Y'all did not. <laughs> like, she she must like, have not been, She is she a firm person? I mean, she, she said what she said, but just, you know, certain I mean, people like, just my, don't care. For my sister's wedding, um, mm-hmm. My my sister, that's your line sister, we had to wear white. Everybody had to wear white. Mm-hmm. And just to know her, no, just to know her means that it was going to be all hell if you showed up to her wedding without white. Like, she was right. going to be... Now, I thought she did well during the whole process, but my baby sister mm-hmm. was calling me and was like, this is Bridezilla. <laughs> but, like, so... Like, we knew we better takes, fall in line. Yeah. Right. The longer it takes for me to get married, the more likely I am to be a bridezilla. Roxy. Ooh. Your ass. Leave her alone. What? She's barking. Oh, that's fine. God knows what. Anyways. Um, <laughs> so, no, you know what? I'm the opposite. Like, the older I get, the more lax I feel about it. No. I'm like... 
I tell people, and I seem to date like not very social guys. And I'm like, hey, just want you to know that I'm um, gonna have ten bridesmaids, and this is me limiting it. <laughs> no, no. Um, I only want my 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 blood sisters to be my bridesmaids. That's it. And that's cute. <laughs> and honestly, that's that's, that's because I don't want a huge wedding party, and that's the only. That's the only way I know to narrow it without hurting anybody's feelings. So I just want my sisters to be my bridesmaids. And I just, I mean, literally, I don't even have to have bridesmaids because I literally could go to the courthouse. What's important no. to me is I want to have the most amazing reception ever. Like, I cannot wait. That is what I want. And I do want everyone to be dressed up really nice, even if I don't have a wedding really nice mm -hmm. for the reception and I'm going to come to slay. And now if I'm paying for you to eat, you're going to watch this win. <laughs> <laughs> I just, but, I went again, to one of my cousins. Bridezilla is just, is coming. It's I, I, I shifted my thought on that when I went to one of my cousin's weddings and mm -hmm. uh, my cousin is a guy, but his wife chose for the ceremony to be extremely intimate. Like it was only mm -hmm. like, maybe 10 of us, maybe 15 of us in the church for the ceremony. Mm -hmm. No decorations, nothing. I mean, it was just a small, it was, it was beautiful because it was in a church that didn't require a lot of decorations, mm -hmm. but that goddamn reception was popping and everybody and their mama was at the reception and it was just great. The food was great. The booze was free. It was just amazing. <laughs> Truth be told, I could do a small wedding, so I could do Chapel of Memories. Yeah. And yeah. do my reception somewhere else. See? See? But it's just like, so many people love me, it's hard to cut it. This is true. <laughs> this is true. I just so well left. <laughs> my sister, she was like, how did you and Chris become friends? So I was like, we're talking about fried chicken on Twitter. Fried chicken? <laughs> <laughs> What? I'm like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> you had to be there. She's like, did y'all meet at homecoming? I was like, nope. We were nope. just talking about fried chicken. You like, had to be there. <laughs> Anyways, because um, you know, like the chapel memory just has a really small. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. And it feels intimate, you know. Yeah, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. <laughs> okay, nope. so Donald Trump, which nobody asked him, decided <laughs> to come for uh, LeBron James when. Absolutely nobody sent for him. So he called him a nasty spokesman and a hater for his support of the Democratic Party and Black Lives Matter movement. And so I watched the last two games, well, the last two minutes of the game before the last game of the finals. And I, I love like their, you know, kind of Black Lives Matter themed jerseys and like the quotes that they did. And then I was just like, nobody asked for it you to go for LeBron like we love LeBron more than you <laughs> what, what's he, your problem and I feel so I was so happy just... yeah he's just he's just doing it now because he really thinks that he can rile up his base but I'm like your base isn't gonna make you win you caught a lot of swing voters and you being vile is not going to make you win him but. cheating is what's going to make him win, just like it made him win the last time. You're he doesn't. Over <laughs> well, I mean, I, I gotta have. I'm trying to prepare myself. I want to be positive. 
Um, I'm just trying to prepare myself. He sucks. He sucks ass majorly. Mm-hmm. And oh, do yeah, you know he doesn't actually suck ass or like any other sexually gratifying thing? Actually, I bet he does. <laughs> I don't think he does. I don't think he does anything sexually gratifying. I think he just got to lay okay. there and take it. Okay, wait, you're right. I bet he doesn't, but I bet he pays somebody to do it to him. I bet he oh, yeah, does. Totally. Anywho, he's awful. Okay, so next up, there's this movie I had been hearing about, and I finally actually decided to pay attention, so I shared it. It's basically, it's called the NSARS, and so SARS is a special anti-robbery squad in Nigeria. And it's funny because we had just um, had a discussion about it with my sister and her friend and her sister and her husband, all Nigerians, about like just the police violence and corruption in Nigeria. <laughs> and you think America's bad, Nigeria's super fucking worse. You don't want to go to jail in Nigeria because you may not come back. You'll be abused. Um, so there was just... I think the movement started in 2017 and um, as of late, like celebrities have been like answers. And so I just kind of want to like bring up just some facts about it and then we can call it. So what happened was October 3rd, a video of SARS officers dragging two men out of a hotel and shooting one of them surfaced on the internet. And that's what kind of followed, created the outrage of the movement, much like Black Lives Matter things happen here. Um, they were found in I two, and they were supposed to combat cases of armed robbery, kidnapping, other violent crimes. However, they do all of that, <laughs> like pretty much. Uh, it's been an oppressive force, abusing the human rights of Nigerians, and especially young people. Um, and they're heavily armed. So they've been banned and reorganized multiple times. And since this post came out, Nigeria claims that they're dissolving it but the thing about it is they're just redistributing the officers into the general force so the shit's still gonna happen but (laughs) so uh citizens were also sharing accounts of the SARS brutality so um again I was talking to um my sister's friend's sister's husband (laughs) and he was talking about how like there's an area where it's like you come in and then they make you get behind the counter and the counter is between like basically freedom and jail and you have to like mm. beg and plead and everything to make sure you don't get end up in jail because even even the middle place like they don't tell your parents where you are and you don't get a call so like they can snatch you up and you disappear and nobody knows where you are for hours days is it kind of like um what i've heard reports like where they do in certain cities in mexico where like they will the police will like come and get you and then like demand money from your family to release you that sort of thing uh, sort of thing yeah. <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah so seems like i remember us having a scenario like that in one of the books that we read Mm-hmm. Or maybe I read something on my own that had a scenario like that. Maybe. It took place I somewhere. I want to say in Nigeria. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't remember that. But yeah, so I just wanted to talk about it because it has been around, or this movement has kind of gotten into our attention yeah. across the sea. 
But um, if people don't know what it was about, I just wanted to share what it was about. Yeah. Um, like I said, police brutality, it is, it is interesting just talking to my, these people from Nigeria and they're like, American police brutality ain't got shit on Nigeria. <laughs> and they're like, we feel for Americans, but we've dealt with so much fucking worse. You know, it is like, it happens in plain sight. And it is what it is. So I just wanted to share that. Um, I would have put it in our someone something, but I wanted to put something else in our someone something. So <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's that. Okay. And then, yeah. So we are done and we want to listen to our sponsors for a second and we'll be right back. Okie dokie. We are back. 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 That is Dorian's first time letting me get through my We Are Back song. Guess who's back? <laughs> back again. <laughs> PLD's back. <laughs> Tell a friend. <laughs> I was just letting you get through it so that I can start my song. <laughs> All right, Dorian. Well, let's move on along to our someone something. <laughs> so. Melody Hobson makes history as the first black woman to have a Princeton residential college in her name. Um, I want to know what she does. I'm like, how did you get money to give oh, all that money to your school? I, she, she's a um, financial person. Yeah. Like she, and she does, well, just go ahead and finish that. We'll yeah. talk about that so I, I just read that like, they were like, they're giving it through her foundation. I just figured she's got the money stacked. <laughs> but yeah, so there was Wilson College, probably some unimportant. Oh, Woodrow Wilson, which we don't really care about. Exactly. Um, and they will be naming it after her. Yes. And that is so exciting to have, especially for Black students in schools like that, where their presence feels almost sometimes hostile. We're always getting the shit on, like, you know, things like um, affirmative action and stuff like that, just to have that space. <laughs> and it's like, oh, this is after a Black person. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm so happy for them yeah. and her. Yeah, I love the the statement that she made that it wasn't about the building being in her name. It was about replacing his name. And I was like, yes, girl. And so let me tell you, I have been a fan of Melody for a while. And I feel so, like, dumb. I feel so, like, <laughs> I feel like a pitiful, sad sack of a fan. Because when I tell you I've been a fan of hers for a long while, I really have. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that this lady was married to George Lucas. How did I not know this? <laughs> George Lucas. <laughs> yeah. The George Lucas. Yeah. The whole George Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I I saw that it was like Hobson Lucas Family Foundation, but I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know what that was. But later <laughs> on in the article, it talked about her husband George Lucas, and I was like. You gotta be fucking kidding me. As much as I, everybody on this pod and all of our listeners know how I feel about Star Wars, well, more specifically the Sky, the Luke Skywalker saga, but how I feel about mm-hmm. Star Wars and the Star Wars universe. 
And I love her. I've been a fan of hers ever since. This is way back when. Um, this is actually, I can tell you, it's probably about 2008, 2009. Uh, that's when I first started listening to podcasts because I had a professor that had us uh, listening to podcasts. And I started listening to Tavis Smiley had a podcast. Mm-hmm. This is back before the allegations. <laughs> And I loved his podcast and she was a guest. And that is how I got familiar with her. And so she is like a financial guru person. And mm-hmm. she she has like this high, um, she has this very high big position at some like really important bank. I don't remember. But anyway, she also is like a financial um, correspondent for maybe CNN. I can't remember what news network it is, but... Yeah, she's she's the fine she's the fiscal gal, mm-hmm. and so uh, I wasn't surprised when I saw, you know, that she's made this huge because you know for them to name that building after her that was a huge donation. So I wasn't surprised mm-hmm. to see that part, but then to see that she has been married to George Lucas this whole time, and I had this no idea. Like, yeah, mm. I'm like. <laughs> You know, especially with my name, I'm like, I would love to get that money to name something in Mississippi State after my name, and y'all can just struggle with it. <laughs> <laughs> y'all gonna learn how to say this African name. <laughs> Today! <laughs> so, yeah. This is the type I, of flex I'm, that I would like to have. I am so happy for her, and that is just amazing. Amazing. They have a daughter named Everest Hobson Lucas, who's born via surrogacy in August 2013. I want for surrogacy to be normalized. I want my insurance to cover the shit so I don't have to have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know if I should have to have a baby. But anyways, yeah, so congratulations to her. I'm super excited um, that she, she got that whole building named after her put some respect on her name that's right alrighty so we're gonna move along to our poor life decision maybe um so talking about therapists just talking about self-awareness leads to self-love and that's an important thing we're supposed to have so (laughs) today's episode is about showing yourself the love that you truly deserve I know a lot of people especially Right after you get out of a breakup, people are like, uh, make sure you love yourself. And I'm like, like how? Like, <laughs> you know, they just, people put love yourself out there in the broadest of terms. I'm like, can I get step by step? Um, so today I wanted to talk about loving yourself. Do you ever feel like you're unworthy of love? You don't need to lose weight, become a less angry person, or finish your degree to deserve love. You deserve love now, exactly as you are right now period there's a period but i have the tea this is a um an ethnic podcast (laughs) it's time to fall in love with the beautiful miraculous creature you are love is not just a feeling it's a verb an action you take something you show so we're going to give you six steps to show yourself once and for all how worthy you are of love buckle up this is gonna be a loving ass episode um (laughs) surprise yourself and find out how wonderful you really are we are ourselves 
every single day. We have no idea what it's like to be the person looking at us, talking with us, or depending on us. Curious to know more? Ask a few of your friends to write down what they really value about you. This doesn't mean you should depend on outside opinions, but you will find out more information um, about like what is so great about you that you probably have not noticed. You will be surprised how you touch and inspire others by just being you. Um, I do this regularly at my birthday. I, I tell people to go around and talk about how they met me and what they like about me. <laughs> I am a narcissist. <laughs> listen Chris (laughs) I so uh, your sister my line sister Mm -hmm. first of all um, she gave us gifts for her birthday and so I point that out to everyone that this Mm -hmm. is not what I expect for Mm -hmm. you to give me gifts on your birthday Um, (laughs) so that's number one but another thing that she did was write us each. Of, I mean, it was just on a piece of like index card. No big deal. But she wrote down what she liked about us and what she loved about us. Each mm-hmm. person. And I just don't know if I've ever had anybody outside of a guy I'm dating mm-hmm. tell me what they like about me. Mm-hmm. Like, and it is, I have like this little cork strip on my wall in my office. That note is stuck to my cork strip. So when I am frustrated at work or I'm having a bad day, I can look up mm-hmm. at that note and see what somebody loves about me. Like, that is just one of the best things that anyone has ever done for me. So I try, I've tried to do it in return to mm-hmm. other people just because it meant so much to me. I think for Christmas a couple of years ago, you you bought one of those books. Yes. And you, you said what you love about me. Yes. And that was really meaningful as well. So the, I, yeah. I, I, that yeah. was that was after after our trip. And I was like, oh, I got to start telling people why I love them yeah. and why I like them because <laughs> that was like so big for me. I was like, oh, I got to start doing this for others. Yeah. It's so funny because, like, I tell people I have a podcast. They're like, it's so amazing you have a podcast. I'm like, wait, stop there. My co-host does all the editing, and that's the only reason why we have a podcast. Like, I don't know anything about anything. I just do social media. Listen, people always ask me, so how do you get started? How do you, so, like, how do you upload? I was like, listen. I don't do that part, okay? I'm not creative. I don't do posts. I mean, I am creative, but not in that way. Doing it probably would not even allow me to make posts. Because <laughs> I love Helvetica. <laughs> Helvetica is not bad. I don't hate Helvetica. Okay, okay. It has its time and its place. But <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay. Time and place. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. But I don't hate Helvetica. So, anyways, I feel confirmed. If- what about this Lucinda? Is about How do you feel about yourself? Lucinda? I want to love myself. How do you feel about Lucinda? Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I sh- I've got to learn when to stop. I've got to learn when to stop. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like the Lucinda script. I like okay. the Lucinda like regular, okay. but I hate the script. You know the script okay. is what I'm talking about. <laughs> mm. 
Perry, I'm not done with you yet. <laughs> Still working on you. Anyways, <laughs> next up, stare into the mirror of the past and the present. Once we are all innocent, beautiful children, free of the burdens of our mistakes or guilt, free of stress and worry. I miss that. <laughs> um, get old pictures of yourself. Spanning a period of years, you may choose like the ages of 5, 12, and 18, for example. Really look at each picture for five minutes. Look into your eyes. Look at your face. Are you smiling or showing any other emotion? Look at the child you once were with softness, the same way you look at any other child you love. Let your energy connect with the spirit you witness in the photos. Journal any feelings that you have about each picture. Now take the photo into the bathroom and place them on the countertop in front of you. Lean forward and look into your eyes in the mirror with the same soft love you just gave yourself as a child. Um, Chris knows Joy, this. You know, are you trying to make me cry this episode? God damn. I mean, this is, yeah, my period might be coming out, so we both go cry. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> but like, yeah, like one of my favorite pictures of me as a kid is me in, <laughs> in a car seat strapped down eating chicken. <laughs> And I'm just like, it, it makes me happy because I literally look the same. Like, I look like the yes. same child I just grew up. Yes. But it was funny because my boss was like, yeah, back in the day, we used to strap kids in child child seats so they wouldn't move around. I was, I was like, about to say, so and also, sense. that makes so much <laughs> sense for Dorian. <laughs> right. <laughs> so much sense. I was like, yeah. But, yeah, like, going back and really looking at who you used to be and the loving yourself as not thinking about your faults which is loving who you are yeah. and then coming back and looking at you yeah. and loving who you are now not thinking about your thoughts it's just it gives me chills yeah. <laughs> you are the exact same person you deserve the same love peace and acceptance mm. give it to yourself now freely without needing to be anything other than who you are right now in this exact moment and so like again going back like i it cracks me up how i look the same since childbirth <laughs> like <laughs> i gain weight lose weight it doesn't matter i look the exact same I think and I look so the same like too. it's probably so much easier for me because it's like oh yeah that is little me well me I, deserve that love i think <laughs> i look the same like from being a toddler on up but my baby pictures sometimes i look I don't look like me. <laughs> but Doyen does, and it's so funny. Anytime I see a picture like of y'all when you're little, I can't always pick out which one of you it is, except for you. I can always pick out which one is Doyen. <laughs> so it's like, I can't. Yeah, you look exactly the same. It's like, it's funny because I. If I didn't, I have like a birthmark, like a dot on my forehead. And if I didn't have that, all the pictures of me and my little sister, I don't know if we would know who was who, but I had this, like, God was like, let me put a marker on this baby before <laughs> the next baby comes. <laughs> so we know which one is which in all the pictures. <laughs> all right. So next up, go on a special date with yourself. A day-long date is what you need. Spend one whole day with yourself. Be utterly selfish for one day. Do things you desire and which benefit only you. I I love taking myself out. I mm -hmm. I have cabin fever, so <laughs> I had to go do things. And I don't mind doing it by myself. But 
think of how you would show loved ones that you value them and then flip that shit on yourself and spend time with yourself and reconnect with yourself i think that's something i'm missing during this time um and it's so weird (laughs) because yes i live by myself but I consider, like, when I go to the movies alone, like, that's my me time. (laughs) And it's Mm -hmm. like, I miss doing things like that alone and spending time with me. It's not the same in the house. It's just not. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, I don't know. Because even though I was in a relationship for almost four years, I was basically by myself for all those four years because we're in long distance and so I learned like I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna um I would go to a bar and I had the most sketchiest book and people are like what's it about I'm like oh a woman just killed her husband because she was pissed and they're like oh, okay let me scoot over to the next seat but <laughs> <laughs> you know like I that's one thing I know about me is like I enjoy my alone time yeah. even if it is around and being like an ambivert like being around people even if I'm not talking to them is uplifting sometimes and so i'm okay with going to a restaurant by myself and reading a book and you know enjoying like sunday we were at my sister's friend's apartment and i was just like sitting by the pool reading a romance book on my phone and i was happy yeah people were bye and that was enough for me (laughs) but you know what that's a lot how i am like because i do love being i am very much so an introvert but i have moments when i want to be around people but that doesn't necessarily mean i want to interact i just want to be around Mm-hmm. And I'm thankful my family understands that because they just let me yeah. be around and they leave me alone. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Like, totally. I remember one Christmas, I look up, I was in the room with all my siblings and we we're all on our computers. We we're all in the room, but we we're all on our computers and nobody right. was talking to each other. Right. And I was like, that's fine. <laughs> that Good makes times. me happy. <laughs> but that's my family. Like, even the extroverted of us we're really ambivert so we enjoy our little time but we sometimes we just enjoy being around each other okay next up revisit your life-changing triumphs take time to journal the major triumphs you've had in life so far this is not a list of your resume accomplishments that you use to get a job or to impress people because that glory does fade but go deep make a list of your most difficult struggles you have faced and then how you overcame that so it's things like overcoming your rough childhood, yeah. making it through a divorce or an abusive relationship, putting yourself through school, caring for an aging parent. What has life dealt you that requires significant grit and grace to overcome? How did that change and form you into the person you see in the mirror? And funny enough, my tattoo is kind of fat <laughs> in a very permanent way in my body. So it is a semicolon tattoo, which typically means it's kind of like a suicide awareness. And But for me, it was more of a sign of my resilience because I've had life-impacting moments and I could have ended it that and I kept moving, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's why I have the tattoo that I have because it's like, what one diabetes type one diabetes is a shit show and then losing my dad like both of those i could have crumbled and i could have just stopped then but Mm -hmm. i kept moving forward and 
I double down on my resilience. So, um, yeah, I will recommend take a few minutes to just list some life impacting moments that you did push through and then take a few minutes to look over and you'll realize they're like, oh, we've made it through some shit, especially as black women, because resilience is our theme. And a lot of times we don't even realize the impact, like the amazing shit we do to survive <laughs> in this yeah. fuck ass country. <laughs> and so like the idea of like, just writing down like things that were hard that you made it through. Yeah. And then be able to look back and be like, oh shit, I made it through that shit. Because no, a lesser race would not, could never. <laughs> my, um, my first tattoo came kind of the same way. Um, I was just in a bad spot. A lot of shit had happened. And I was literally like, just alive. Like, that's it. I was just alive. And when I was starting to come through, I was like, you know what? I want to seal this and move on. And I wanted mm-hmm. to, I wanted to have a physical pain to go with the emotional pain and like seal mm-hmm. it. And I told myself, this is it. You're going to get this tattoo. It is going to hurt and you're going to let it all out. And that is it. You're going to be done and you're going to move on. Now it wasn't quite that simple, but it kind of did work that way. So that's that was that's weird that we both kind of <laughs> got tattoos yeah. kind of like around the same thing theme. Yeah. I just my regret was cuz I spent so much time waiting to get a tattoo to know that it was like something that I wouldn't regret. And then I got it and then JK Rowling started showing her fucking ass. <laughs> Listen. Let me tell I'm you like, something. I'm not removing it. <laughs> Somebody on Twitter said, "As this girl was like, as far as I'm concerned, Daniel Radcliffe wrote them books. And I said, you know what? Me too, girl. <laughs> That's what we gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, me too. <laughs> we gotta cope whichever way we can. Anyways. That's right. um, next to that, change your perspective 180 degrees. We all have that voice in our heads that puts us down tells us things we wouldn't be cool enough to say to a stranger turn that voice around for a moment instead of pushing these thoughts away take a new look what is the positive side and this is funny because i had a session with my therapist last week and i was like hey you remember how you gave me all these positive thoughts i don't believe a single one of them (laughs) because she's like a cognitive behavioral therapist and she's like you know what she's like okay so you have to stop ask yourself who said that? Like, is it even true? Like, the the thought you have that you, the thing that you're fearing is even true? Has anybody even said that to you? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, think of it in that way. And then continue to keep pushing positive thoughts to yourself until you start to believe it. So this was really, like, it really resonated for me because I was like, oh, yeah, who said that? <laughs> Um, are you shy and uncomfortable in groups? Introverts are some of our most progressive thought leaders and have empathy to the max. Are you a sucker for anyone who needs something? Me. I'm a sucker. <laughs> <laughs> that generosity is a rare gen to be found. Are you a picture of messy disorganization? Me. I am also a messy disorganization person. That lack of structure leads to greater creativity. <laughs> Each aspect that 
voice has been putting it down for brings the world and you some positives as well. Take a different perspective and go easier on the self-judgment. Get sassy and talk right back to that voice. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> oh, I thought you were still... I didn't know you were done. <laughs> I was done. I stopped because I didn't know if you had any thoughts around it. I mean, yeah. Um, self-talk is probably... Probably one of my big best tools. And you do, like... You do have to walk yourself through it and address it. And you like you said, yeah. get sassy. Yeah. It's just funny because it's like, yeah, I think I think one of my old pastors said, like, who said that? Like, catching yourself in those moments and be like, who said that? Like, I mean, oh, yes, like I, on uh, Housewives, like, who said that? Who said that? Who said who that? Said that? <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, um, and I, one of our favorite episodes, one of my favorite episodes on our podcast was talking about stop shitting yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I actively catch myself in the middle of a shit and I'm like, girl, we gonna do what we gonna do. And gonna that's do. what I was about to say is that um, like you having the adverse or not believing, you know, the positive affirmations or whatever. I don't really have that issue, but my issue is more like buying or or I need to not buy into these expectations of what I should be doing Mm -hmm. by now or where I should be by now. Like you say, we should stop shooting ourselves. And I have to tell myself, who said that? Who said you had to do X, Y, and Z by one, two, three? Like who said that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like literally next year, it's not like I don't have suitors. I don't not have suitors but um i'm still planning on buying this condo for myself next year and i'm like if i get married fun times i'll rent it out but i'm buying yeah. this condo with the expectation that like it's gonna be me and roxy <laughs> you know that's what i'm fighting for my life but um yeah so and that's for somebody who's stressed so long about being married with the house and the 2.5 kids and picket sense fence it is freeing for me to like try to figure shit out for myself um next up lastly play with your passions what are you passionate about my podcast with my sweet friend chris i really thought you were about to say (laughs) i really thought you was about to say play with yourself (laughs) this is um it is an adult (laughs) podcast but it's not it's not a purple panties podcast that's what you're about to say and I was like well this has taken a turn (laughs) that's you filth filth filthersen blame it on the gin notice notice I just it's gin makes you sin Um, notice I didn't say what are you good at just because you're good at something doesn't mean it brings you joy a passion brings joy to you at your soul level very few of us are living aligned with our passions what do you love to do that you have lost touch with? What do you know you love that you maybe even hide from others? What did you want to be when you were a child? Mm. I wanted to be a flight attendant because I had a Barbie coloring book and the flight attendant outfit was cute. <laughs> Oddly <laughs> enough, today I don't really want to like fly for a job. <laughs> Oddly enough, I am what I wanted to be when I was a child, career-wise. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I, uh, I may not be exactly in the profession that I thought I wanted to be, but I'm doing exactly what I wanted to do, if that makes yeah. sense. So, yeah. I, I kept things real flexible myself, so I'm doing what I wanted to do as an adult, because I did, I never really wanted knew what I wanted to do, but, and I could not have predicted that I'm doing what I'm doing now, but I'm using the skills that I have, yeah. and I'm growing other skills, yeah. and so, like, I love what I do, yeah. and I think it is a great jumping point for another thing that I'll probably want to do in the future, so. Uh-oh! Goals! <sighs> Setting yes. those goals! We love Ooh. to set goals! Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, like just thinking about the things you do truly love. And at the end of the day, like I know at my core, I love to create. And so out of that comes so many proficiencies. And I love to create and I'm also just, I have initiative. And so out of that, both of those become, make make me such a like invaluable person in anything I do. (laughs) And I'm like... It's so great because I'm like, and that's kind of like what I would teach younger people is like initiative. Like if you can't find something out, go Google it first. And then if you really, really can't find it out, come to me. And and that makes you so much of a better employee for your entire career. Because (laughs) one of the people that work under me, this woman was texting me, talking about some goddamn Vietnamese. Half of I don't speak Vietnamese either. Google that shit. And I literally told her, I said, girl, just Google it. That's what I'm going to have to do. Like, why are you, why are you texting me about this? I would have to Google it. Do I look like I speak Vietnamese? Which that was not fair because do not make assumptions about me based on how I look because that will make me (laughs) not like you. But I'm just saying, like, Mm -hmm. people are so... I don't know. I'm convinced that it's not. It's not generational. It clearly is a mindset because I run into yes, this even yeah. with people that are younger than me that get so impressed with shit that I know. And I'm like, girl, I Googled it. Like, I didn't just know right. this shit. Between Google and YouTube, I can do all things. Oh, and Christ, I can do all things. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, it's so weird because, like, people are like, oh, my God, this is so amazing. I'm like, it's literally, I just have too much pride to ask you how to do something when I, I mean, it's, it myself. I was about to say, it's, <laughs> it's really not even a pride thing for me. It's just, I don't know. Like, I, I come from a family of teachers, a family of educators. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what my family does. And... So I grew up in a house where when I asked questions, it was always look it up. And so I'm just so mm-hmm. used to that, that that's what I automatically do. And I don't I understand. I bet you had an encyclopedia in your house, huh? Listen. <laughs> and my mom, so there are two sets. There's a newer set and there's an older set. My mom and I have argued over who's getting the older set. Because technically she grew up with the older set. But mm-hmm. I want the older set because those are my notes written in the margins, ma'am. Because right. I wrote Britannica my papers with is those. that bitch. Britannica like... is that bitch. <laughs> I'm going to get we'll... it. Uh, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to get it because I don't want that many books in my house. But anyways. Well, I'm going to put <laughs> them in my impactful. office. I, I've yeah. already decided I'm going to put them in my office. <laughs> but I want them. And then when we got... <laughs> When we got our first gateway computer, (laughs) 
We got the Britannica disc. I'm like, yes. That was Britannica's that bitch. Okay. Right. No. What I'm having... I'm probably put it in my nursery. I'm probably put Britannica because my kids need to know. There you go. They need to know. There you go. There you go. Okay. So lastly, to wrap this all up, begin this new relationship right now. You don't have to wait. You're excited to get started. You're nervous. Um, Does the mirror exercise sound too out there for your taste? Here's the thing. If you want to feel different, think different. Then you will have to do something different. I tell people all the time, they're like, to get where you've never been, you have to do things you've never done. Amen. And so (laughs) you can continue to do the same thing, but that's literally the definition of insane. Take you have to switch things. Yeah. <laughs> you had to switch things, but also a lot of times I did get into some rut where like I'm just doing what I want to do, and then yeah. I get into rut of like I'm not being where I want to be, yeah. and I'm like I'm not going to get where I want to be following every single win that I have. It's yeah. just not going to happen. Yeah. And so sometimes discipline is the thing that <laughs> I have to yeah. employ. But these exercises are designed to take you somewhere sparkling you and your thoughts and feelings towards yourselves to think differently and to attain a new perspective that leads to growth. This especially like my therapist is great, but like I only see her every so often. So like things like this where you could fill in and be like, okay, girl, this is why, this is why we got to switch our thinking yeah. is amazing and like i um i'm supposed to be journaling and i think in a couple of weeks i'm gonna talk about a morning routine and setting one because i i realize there's certain things i want to do in my morning routine like increase my knowledge in a place um work on myself and actively working on myself because a lot of times again as black women our goal is survival and sometimes that means we don't prioritize growth you know or well-being and so you know just working on things to prioritize those things so I can be the dopest person I'm ever going to be a year from now five years from now ten years from now you know I have a gazillion (laughs) articles on morning routine saved and I was like I know we've done this several times but in all honesty I don't think we can ever do too many I don't think we can ever do too many routine shows, but definitely mm-hmm. morning routines because they are so important. So whenever you get ready, I, please bring it back because I just think yeah. that we can always have a refresher on morning routines. Yeah. Now, today I did say the best part of waking up was tequila in your cup. But... <laughs> Doing. Doing. Some of What's us have returned part? to the office. So speaking <laughs> speaking of the office, you know, I told you that my secretary brought me pumpkin spice latte creamer, right? Mm-hmm. Today I walked in <laughs> and she brought pumpkin spice coffee. <laughs> like the K-Cups. Is, I love her. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is annoying me. Because I, I I casually brought it up that I'm not a fan of pumpkin spice. No. Yeah. My sister and I enjoyed a pumpkin spice bunt cake because that sounds good. I went to go pick up her birthday cake, 
they had pumpkin spice bone cake. I happened to also have a shirt on that day that said pumpkin spice and women's rights. And I was like, I have to buy like the mini bun cake. That sounds good, actually. It was really delicious. It's kind of like almost like a carrot cake, but it was pumpkin y. That wasn't really pumpkin y. But, anyways. All right. So, we're going to move on to our favorite part of the pod the buy you a dream. Okay. Question. I, I had to modulate. <laughs> Don't modulate. Don't the modulate. Key to not debate with me. <laughs> oh, my Our brains. Why are our brains in sync? <laughs> oh, my God. So, Peloton now has. A few Hamilton workouts, so I'm gonna do Hamilton yoga. I cannot fucking wait. <laughs> oh god! So now you're really gonna make me buy a Peloton bike, and I really because I don't want to do say the workouts. That. I don't want to do the workouts without the bike. I want the bike. Gotta have it. <laughs> I'm not encouraging you to spend that level of money, but if you didn't you have to buy the shoes. Like, it's like, there's the bike, and then you've got to buy all this other stuff. Because I think even the pedals you have to buy separately. Then you have to Speaking buy the of... shoes that fit into the pe- Like, so, first of all, like, I don't, I, again, my sister, your line sister, I was like, why do you people like cycling? It hurts my ass. And she was like, well, I was in Amsterdam, and my ass just got broken. And so now I like cycling because she used to ride bikes. Yeah. So she says she's getting a, a Peloton bike. I'm like, see opulence. Girl, I <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm still fighting on her to use my bidet. Like she's like, I don't want to. It's toilet water. I'm like, it's like your shower is the same water. And she's I like, no, say, I don't want to think that. It's not toilet water. It comes out of the pipe before it ever gets to the toilet. It's the same pipe that goes to your sink that goes like right. no. Like you brush your teeth with that water, like girl. Listen, let me tell Anyways, you something. We had an argument. Of, listen, and I sent I because you know, of course, we're in a group chat, and I yeah. sent them a video when I hooked up my bidet because I was so excited about it. And I, was I like, mean, she had access to my bidet all weekend and would not. Let me tell you. So like... the other day, I was at Granny's and I had to poop, and it sucks when you had to wipe. And I told her, I, I was like, you're... <laughs> I legit sat there for a full two seconds because I couldn't remember what to do without a bidet. Because first of all, I'm the type of person that it's difficult for me to poop away from home. Like, not because I don't want to. I've literally been like cramped over because I needed to poop so bad, but my body wouldn't do it. So that being said, I don't poop away from home. Um, I pee away from home. And I use my bidet when I pee too. Like I use my bidet all the time. Um, I use my bidet when I first bidet get home. All day. <laughs> Listen, I use it when I first get home just to freshen up, just to feel like a little lighter. But you know, I sat there for a full two seconds, like, uh, what am I supposed to do? Because instinctually, I reached down on the side, and of course, I didn't feel a knob. And then I was like, wait, what? What am I supposed to do? <laughs> it was weird. I just, every time I'm in like a normal toilet, I'm like, and the thing about it was like, because I read this article from Greatest <laughs> and they were talking about like why you should pee in the shower. And they were basically like, wiping is just spreading bacteria around. Right. <laughs> and so now I'm like, I'm extra like, I got to use this bidet so we can get this bacteria out. 
and then I could just pat dry. <laughs> I'm telling and... you, I mean, it's like, I, I think I sent a, a We got to get a bidet company to like, some, like yes. fund our podcast. Because I, listen, are... I can't wait to sit this clean ass on somebody's son because. <laughs> Let me sit this ass uh, okay. on you. On ya. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, get a bidet, and you are so clean, and you are so fresh. And I think I messaged Zoe in our other group chat that, like, when I finally figured out how to position myself for the vulva cleanse, hot damn, scoop, 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 and and it, and it actually was like so. This last my last cycle, my last period, rather, because the whole thing is the cycle. But anyway, my last period was the first it wasn't the, my first period with a bidet but it was the second one but it mm-hmm. was the first one where i had learned how to position myself it made mm-hmm. my period so easy like it wasn't because i use a cup i use a menstrual cup it wasn't mm-hmm. messy or anything <laughs> y'all Zoyan, this is the this is the assignment i'm giving you Get us a bidet sponsorship, cause we. I am gonna go find somebody. <laughs> I'm gonna record this. Like I'm gonna clip this part in particular and be like, "Hey, you want us to talk about your bidet in this way? We're happy to do so." I mean, everybody, every doctor recommends bidets. They are so great. What? I I read an article about how like how harmful the wipes are to you. Because all of them contain like some level of alcohol, they're very drying to your skin. Your anal skin also is bad for the environment. Bad for the environment. Like, get you a bidet. You and I'm telling you, there's no such. I talked to a civil engineer, and there's no such thing as a flushable wipe. They're all bad for the septic system. See, see, (laughs) I'm telling you, and I also think that the bidet, like. saying i have i've just never been so clean it's you just clean right it feels good i feels good we're gonna end this sermon about the days and talk about because the next time we talk about them we're gonna be getting paid for it (laughs) who are you buying a drink for oh so tonight i am buying a drink i forgot we were even on this segment (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I got so wrapped up in bidet talk. Uh, I'm buying a drink for my parents, all three of them. Um, also, Where, my mom, <laughs> my granny, my mom and my daddy. Oh. And my granny. Remember, yeah. remember, my parents were teen parents, so yeah, granny so played a granny huge role. Yeah. And of course, she did raise me when my mom went to college and everything. So, um, my parents, I've heard like over the last few days, just a lot of different stories with other people's parents and like seeing a few things on TV. And I'm just so thankful for my parents and my family, um, mm-hmm. specifically for two things that my parents have never taken advantage of me. Um, mm-hmm. My, and that's for my whole family. Like I'm so thankful. I don't have to deal with that in my family. My sisters and my brother, brothers, know mm-hmm. that I will do anything for my nieces. They have never taken advantage of that. Never. Like, and I'm so thankful for that. Like, my sisters mm-hmm. are still young. They still like to go out and have a good time. They don't leave me strapped down with them kids. 
Like, mm-hmm. I, I, they, I'm so thankful that I have a family that doesn't do that. But specifically mm-hmm. with parents who take advantage of their children's success, I'm thankful that I don't have to deal with that. My dad mm-hmm. uh, came and lived with me for a short time. And even then, like, he was paying me. And I told him to, like, no, keep your money, save it, you know, so you can mm-hmm. get the hell out of my house. <laughs> but he was like no and every Friday that money was on my counter like I'm so (laughs) thankful for that and I'm also thankful that I had parents who let me be me because I've seen like in this week alone I've seen like three different examples of people who were living for their parents like to fulfill their Mm -hmm. parents dreams or doing what their parents wanted them to do and I'm so my parents were very all three of them were very, uh, had very high expectations of me mm-hmm. that I be successful and that I live to my potential. Mm-hmm. But all of that was within the parameters of my happiness. They never mm-hmm. placed goals on me. They never placed their own visions on me. Even my mom, who, <laughs> even my mom, who slick lived vicariously through me, she mm. still let it be about my happiness. And I'm just yeah. so thankful for that. I'm thankful for that. So all of them, I buy them a drink. Yeah. Same thing with me and my dad. Because he was an engineering professor, and so many of my siblings were engineering students, like, I always mm-hmm. thought he expected me to do engineering. And so I pushed and pushed and pushed. Not great at math. So once I started doing marketing and my grades were so much better, he was happy for me. Yeah. And then I realized when I did grad school and I started advertising, like how happy he was that I was doing what I wanted to do. Yeah. And like, I wish he could see me now, <laughs> you know, because not only am I doing what I want to do, yeah. but I'm actually making real money now. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, I think it would have been so happy to see me now it's like I 100% get like wanting the best for your kids but also allowing them to do things that they care about yeah it's so amazing like putting 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 those putting your visions on your children I don't think especially us and when I say us I mean black people across the diaspora I don't think we realize the pressure and the damage that that does to a child to constantly to your little child say, Oh, Oh, he going to be a doctor when he grow up. He going to be this when he grow up, you know, <laughs> that's like, and I, I'm just so thankful. <laughs> listen, I, it, like, my parents are like that, but listen, it had, I mean, granny did tell me to stop telling people that I wanted to be a cashier when I grew up, but it was what I wanted to be. <laughs> I liked buttons and I wanted to push the buttons. <laughs> like it really frustrated her that every time someone asked me what I wanted to be, I said a cashier. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> but you know, I just that, you know, yeah. your vision for your children should be their happiness. And right. that's it. And I've had, I've seen people like struggle under the weight of trying to live up to their parents' expectations. And I'm just Mm -hmm. so thankful that the only expectations I've ever had to live up to were my own. And I am just still crippling. Listen, I was about to say, I am super hard on myself. And for that, 
I didn't need no extra help. So yeah, shouts out yeah. to my wonderful tribe that raised me. Yeah, tribes are great. Um, they are. Yeah, so I had another thought, but I lost it because I was looking at my skirt. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Anyways uh, so buying my drink. I am buying a drink for my sister, your line sister, friend of the pod, hey, sister hey, of the hey, pod, hey, Ryan K. Hey, hey, it's your birthday. It's your birthday. Get hey, busy. Get busy. Well, it's a few days after turned, your birthday, but still. Right. Yeah. <laughs> she turned 40 and I did the absolute most for her. So we did a photo shoot and I was just like, yeah, I'll speak. Like, <laughs> and then she like brought some like Louboutins and you know, my poor ass. I'm like, oh, Louis, like, show me the red bottoms. Let me take a picture of the red bottoms. I'm like, I'm all, I'm all on the floor trying to take a picture of her red bottoms. But um, I felt like it was a great birthday weekend. So we did the photo shoot, and she, she like was editing all her pictures on Canva, and she's like, how does this look? I was like, it looks good. And she's like, you don't seem excited about it. I'm like, listen, if I didn't like it. I would have told you. I didn't yes, like Lord. It. <laughs> yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I like, you know. ask Chris. You know that <laughs> if I don't like it, I'm gonna tell you I don't like it. But they were really good pictures. Um, and then she called me on my shit. So like, I've been like pressuring her to do some branding stuff, and she's like, she was talking to somebody. She's like, yeah, my sister likes to pressure everybody, but she can actually take real pictures, but ain't doing no photography. And I'm like bitch <laughs> so let me like, tell you, you because that was what i was about to say so uh, this 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 segment is of course to show big sister Ranke some appreciation but also our group chat is full of oh i need doing to take my pictures i want doing to take my pictures oh i wish it wasn't corona so i could come to Texas and let doing take my pictures like our group chat is nothing but everybody saying oh do i need to come take my pictures like right. yes yeah, I was like, okay, so you just go call me on my shit. So now yes. I have to like level up on our <laughs> photography life. But uh, yeah, it was such a, I just enjoyed spending time with her. Um, I loved her photo shoot. And then we did like brunch and I, oh, I, of course, you know, I'm extra shit. So uh, for, we did like a onesie pajama game night and I put yeah. Roxy in pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want her to like feel like that's right. Not, that's know, right. Included. <laughs> and she's learned that like Roxy sometimes if you stand up she'll bark at you, but at the same time when she sit down she's all in your face. So she's learned Roxy's just a sketchy <laughs> dog. But um, I think they're they've gotten closer in this, and I I just really enjoyed spending. Like she's gonna do other stuff with other friends, but I enjoy spending time with her as she turned 40 yeah so. yeah and Find just to add a little drink. yeah and to <laughs> add a little icing to her cupcake to go with her drink she truly is just an amazing person like That's her discipline awesome. and her like from a distance yeah. it's easy to see that she's very disciplined that she's mm-hmm. very structured but mm-hmm. what a lot of people don't know is just how caring and giving she is and just how, like, I mean, just an amazing person. I'm so happy to have her in my life and have her as my friend. And I am glad you were born this week. <laughs> now, Me I usually too. tell my friends I'm happy you were born on this day, but I mean, it's a little bit past my birthday. This whole month. This whole month. I'm just born. so happy you're here this month. That's right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> and, yeah. I Like I said, I've given her my 
auntie schooling i'm like please don't put on any um kitten heels but she's just dope and i love her and um even as a kid like i looked up to her and that's kind of yeah. why i went to msms and why i'm yeah like that i will i will <laughs> I will. <laughs> and I, I show her my outfit for the election, and I was like, I'm wearing a whole cardigan, even though it's hot. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> my outfit came in the mail the other day. My cardigan, I have a cardigan too, and a dress, and I have the glasses. I'm, I'm gonna be. We are doing this shit. <laughs> I am gonna be one of those sorors that I talk about. Stacking <laughs> ass sorors. <laughs> I'm yes! doing it. Also, I created my vision board for Rax and I for Christmas pictures. I, love I found it. like a pet pearl collar. Oh, come on. Come <laughs> on now. It's going to be a look. So, <laughs> I'm going to do it probably within the next 30 days to take my pictures and then design our a postcard because I decided I'm doing a postcard this year. Okay. Um, but yeah. Right. My line sister was like, you so uh, self-centered because you did a Christmas card by yourself. And I'm like, well, next year, now that I have a dog, it's going to be. <laughs> That's right. You and Roxy. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> okay, Delia. So tell everybody how they can get in contact with us. So me on the Instagram is Poor Life Decision one decision because we're changing them one at a time and sometimes we had to circle back but that's we're gonna life. get the shit that's forever. life um we're also on twitter as pld pod um we just go in there with some random shit it's just <laughs> <laughs> enjoy our random shit but it's really great it's kind of hilarious i think I'm hilarious at least um yes. you can also email us let us know what you want to talk about we are at hello at poorlifedecision.com. Email us and we will definitely do an episode 100% dedicated to you. It will be like the you episode, but Come it's not going to be named that, but we will dedicate it to you. <laughs> we will mention now. your name in the podcast. <laughs> uh, we're also on Etsy as Poor Life Decision One Word. You can grab you a mug. It says may contain alcohol. You can grab you a sticker. I keep thinking about putting a sticker on my swell bottle that says may contain alcohol, but legit, it usually has alcohol in it. Like, I don't want to tell on myself. That's right. That's right. So, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, why I haven't know. put it on there yet. But I do put it on my laptop and, you know, my life. I just generally. <laughs> I make and make and take alcohol. alcohol. I, no. that, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's all the ways you can contact us. Uh, don't send us any fucking pigeons. Which, by the way, I have been accepted as a birds aren't real ambassador. <laughs> Come on now, <laughs> because I keep responding to emails where people ask me questions. <laughs> I love it. So. It's going to be great. I think they're like, we can send you 150 to 200 stickers to send out every month. I'm like, my friends are going to hate me. I'm no, we're not going to hate you. We're going to love it. Um, yeah, also, I time. want to remind everyone to check Etsy out. It's about that time. Don't wait till the last minute to start ordering Christmas gifts. You know that friend you got who may contain alcohol? Mm-hmm. Get her a cute little so, gift off of Etsy. Funny thing about Chris, I... I told my friend today, I was like, oh, I bought something on Groupon for you. 
And she's like, I'm excited to see whatever you send me that has you on it. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I'm glad she know because like I've got her two, two. I got her a pillowcase and then a pillow with me on it. <laughs> so she knows that, like, that is so gorgeous. The presents that I buy her is just me on it, so that she can have it in her home. That and, is like so she has annoying. like a little, yeah, she has a, a doyen corner in her in her house, like a doyen shrine, if you will. I'm gonna call it a shrine. I don't know if she calls it a shrine. But <laughs> <laughs> well, so, you are really on. <laughs> I have a I have a separate cork board in my office that is nothing but like thank you notes and thank you cards. And so you're on there, but also like your Christmas um, cards are on there as well. So yeah, everybody, everybody need a little doing oh. in their life. Special thank you for the gifts you got me last week. She oh. bought Roxy some pumpkin spice treats, and she bought me a wine tumbler and wine socks, and that was it. It touched me so deeply in my heart. Well, <laughs> it's a late anniversary gift, and I am one of those people that. I do not get other people gifts without getting their children something. And if you have a child, (laughs) like if you have a child and it's that child's birthday and I buy your child a birthday gift, if there's a younger sibling, I'll get them something too because, you know. So I was like, I can't send Doya something and not get Roxy a treat. <laughs> <laughs> I just let you know that Roxy's a Sagittarius. I will tell you what Roxy ah! is I remember. <laughs> so, um, yeah, be sure to check out Etsy. Also, hop on over to iTunes. Leave us a review. Rate us five stars. The others do not work. Five star chick. Okay, and then DM us and let us know that you left a review so that we can send you a sticker because we love you. Um, That's about all I have for tonight other than to keep those skincare routines up. And y'all, we love alcohol, but drink you some water. Um, Because it is starting to become fall and Uh it's about to get dark faster, please take your vitamin D. Shut up, Chris. I didn't say a word. He wouldn't give me that vitamin D. Just take your vitamin D on a regular basis. Um, oh, I love it. It will be helpful for this darkness that's about to come upon our souls. <laughs> but oh, bye. We love y'all. We love y'all. Bye. I, I got a stain ass walk and a reckless ass mouth and my shit so tight when we fuck my pussy talk i don't even say what's up i just tell them what i want cause i got another nigga